This is what you do, right? Do you have anything you want to talk about? Let's start there. Yeah, I want to talk about setting up. Well, I was cleaning the depot out. Yeah. Because it was a goddamn mess. Yeah. And I uh, <laughs> I saw the motorcycle, which, is it in the screen or no? Yeah, there's a little bit, I think, in the screen. Just <laughs> this, just the back section. And then if we do another one, okay. we can turn it around and do just, just the middle. And then we can do just the front. I, know, I, was, I was cleaning... I was like, man, I haven't started the bike in a while, so I decided. <laughs> so I, so I opened the door, okay, just so I didn't get like blasted with yeah. CO two, and I started it up, and I was like sitting in my office chair, right to my right, and uh, and all of a sudden, like after five minutes, yeah, my like, my vision in my head like starts going blurry. It did, <laughs> <laughs> and it just felt like a really good head high. Yeah. And I was like, I was just writing some stuff down on a piece of paper. and You were high off that brain damage and you were writing down some of your ideas. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what happened. I like, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh God, I think I'm going to die. But I was like, I can sympathize with the people trying to like kill themselves. Cause it was like a super, super good high. So you think that most of the people who kill themselves with their car are doing it because they like it, not because they wanted to die. Is that what you're? Is well, that I'm saying it. First, if, if first I w- claim no, ever. No, no, no. If I were to kill myself, I now now that I know what it yeah. feels like to go by CO2. Yeah. Do you think you would choose that? I would hundred percent choose that. I would just turn the motorcycle on and close the door. Yeah. I think I would do the motorcycle as well, but I would just ride it as fast as I could into a, some sort of wall or barrier. The problem is that you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, you sometimes wouldn't, you wouldn't go. Like there's been those instances where like you crash on a motorcycle, you freaking fly into a tree and you don't die. Yeah. But then you live, right? Which is not that bad. You live. Yeah. Well, because, okay, here's my thing, right? If I ever was going to do that, what I would do is something – I would have a basically a project of, like, how I was going to either design some machine or figure out some process for ending the rest of my time here. And I would make sure the project would be, like, enjoyable and fun. And by the time I got done, mm-hmm. either devising a strategy or developing some sort of machine or <laughs> – or device <laughs> yeah. to take my life. Um, I would have had so much fun that by the end of it, there I would just uh, a new lease on life. Basically, would it be like a guillotine style machine? Yeah, but I don't like the slicing. Or would of it be like a, a new age like rail gun, laser beam? I think I would. I would want it to be like an incredible amount of force to take me out, so that nobody. That way, nobody can say like it didn't. <laughs> it didn't take a lot. Yeah, I don't want it to be something like so simple, and then that takes me out. Like, yeah. it, it only took like one cinder block. That's super lame. Yeah, it'd be like so. I want it to be like at least, like I want heavy machinery involved in building the device. Yeah, like an anvil with spikes that weighs like thirty-two million pounds. Yeah, and then and it it like hits you so hard it vaporizes you. <laughs> so then people be like, well, obviously that took him out. <laughs> no, I get that. Yeah, if I. If I were to build the perfect machine for my demise, it would be something glorious. Yeah. It would be something where I'd probably pop. It would probably be like I would put or I'd swallow a balloon, something like that. Yeah, and blow blow it 
blow it up while it's in there? Yeah, yeah, blow it. It was super fast, though. So what if you did instead? What if you launch yourself into space? Oh. That would be pretty good, but there is some, like, there's some time before you die. I want to go, if I want to go, and I want to go immediately. But imagine you launch yourself into space. Or the carbon dioxide, because it feels super good. What if you launch yourself into space, and you have a suit that's going to last you 24 hours? So you have 24 hours just, like, hurtling through space, and on repeat in your helmet is Rocket Man by Elton John. That's pretty good. I would probably do Freebird, though. That would get me more amped up to die. Yeah. Right then, Rocket Man's kind of... That would be like so slow dance. amazing. Like, not... Obviously, you're about to die, but just... You're just staring at, like... Yeah, you're uh, probably uh, spinning, and since there's no, like, air, you can't prevent yourself from spinning. Yeah. But you wouldn't be getting dizzy, necessarily. I don't think. Because you can't feel, like, gravity. The problem, realistically, I think if you were to do that with the spacesuit, it would be, like... All you could think about is... In 24 hours, what's going to happen? Which would be your death. Yeah. Which, that would be the problem. It's like it's like when I put on music while I'm running. Yeah. And... <laughs> this is something that... Uh, this is a logistical problem that we hadn't uh, thought about. Yeah, we didn't think about this. That's all right. I think it'll be fine. I don't think it's being picked she'll, up at all. She'll probably come into frame pretty soon. That's so all right. We'll be able to see what it is. Yeah. Okay, for now, just just, just ignore, ignore it. it. Just ignore it. But anyway, I, I feel like th- while I'm running, I put on music. Yeah. But after a certain amount of time, I don't think about or hear the music. Yeah. It's just like a part of it. Yeah. And I feel like you put on an Elton John Rocket Man in space. Yeah. <laughs> and you tune it out. And all of a sudden, you're only thinking about death. Which is fine. Yeah. I... Would you rather be thinking about death while you were dying or thinking about life? Because I think if you know you're going to die, you're thinking about death. But if you don't, you're thinking about life. Like, I'd rather die doing something fun that I was enjoying myself and then it was just over. And then then have, like, even being old and sitting on your deathbed has got to be such a gnarly experience. (laughs) What's that? She wants to. We should mic her right up. Should I? We should mic her up, or you should I take her out? No, I'd probably take her out. She's probably. Good. She's actually the first podcast guest. She actually is, but she won't stop yelling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Very good. Yeah, she's all right. Very she's got good. two different color eyes. Yeah, she does. That actually just happened recently, and I didn't know that could happen in cats. Like, and it happens in dogs too, where something will just switch. I got her. That's a cat right there. Yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. Oh, she's gonna do some yeah, ninja work. Here, up. just sit down. Why don't you sit? Sit and stop. She won't. The problem is when you start petting her, she won't stop making noise. She likes being pet, but what yeah. she just purring would probably be fine. Well, that's just part of the depot experience. It is the 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 wildlife, the wildlife that is able to stroll in and out at its own discretion. And this cat used to be feral. Yeah, that's she really likes that butt scratch like yeah, that. She does. Okay, sit yeah, down. She does. Lay sit down. down. Lay down. Yeah, she's gonna come she back <laughs> as soon as you stop. She's gonna come back. <laughs> the shape that she's. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Very good. Okay, well, besides the cat that's going on. Currently, anyway, and uh, yeah, we're done with the the death talk. The death talk is good, yeah, but but I think uh, it's kind of interesting because we started on death, and that's usually where you end. That's true. That's yeah. very true. But um, okay. Another thing that I was gonna kind of bring up is uh, I was thinking about maintenance today, so to to really shift it around, mm-hmm. maintenance on anything or just like doing your own work. I guess I'm trying to make it more broad than just maintenance. Well, yeah, I'm trying to say like, I guess my main thought is that people are afraid to do stuff that they feel like they're not qualified to do. And that is true in absolutely everything. And it's very, it's an easy example to say maintenance on a motorcycle or Mm -hmm. on a car, because it would be so beneficial if everyone knew how to do their own maintenance to everybody, except the people who run the mechanic shops. I I totally agree. It would be so beneficial and it's not that hard there's like there's going to be like you're going to break something you're going to hurt yourself you're gonna whatever but it's not that bad and it's only like the first time you try it and then it's better i've broken stuff trying to fix it yeah but, but it's, it's so, so useful. the shops you take your stuff to but then i thought yeah true they'll ruin your stuff mm-hmm. because it's a 16 year old who doesn't know what he's doing and the guy who runs exactly. the shop is trying to save we're trying money. to get jiffy lube out of business yeah but my point is that's the same for actually everything is maintenance it, you're yeah. s- no not maintenance i'm saying that same thought process is the same for like people who want to create something or people who want to learn something like you think oh i'm not qualified so i'm not even going to try that yeah yeah there's that's like most people they just think they go through high school because they have to and then a lot of people go to college because they're sold it and then you feel like you have a certain amount of qualifications that you've been bestowed by the educational system and you are afraid to move out of that at all. But if everybody was just never afraid, imagine if a world where no one was afraid to just try what they were interested in, how yeah. different and creative the world would be. And right now we do. Yeah. With like internet, you can literally look up anything. Yeah. Like you can learn anything. Like, with the i've recently been doing like some woodworking stuff yeah and with that literally all i have to do is go to youtube or go online and be like how to make this and before like you'd have to do networking and find somebody who is a master craftsman to yeah and then you'd have to convince them that you were worth their time yeah exactly or have some kind of family or or go to go to school or go to school for it yeah but now you can teach yourself almost anything and there's some things where if you teach yourself you might not be as like proficient at it like i know i was um i saw a meme about programmers and how if you if you hire a programmer that taught themselves you have to keep them on for the rest of the time they're using that product that they programmed because they didn't do it in the normal way at all so they will be the only person who can do maintenance to that software and that's the same for like some stuff but it's also very easy to go get like an accredited programming course that's not college. That's just like a a course that teaches you how to do it. Like, mm-hmm. but I just thought that was funny. But you can have like there's so many skills you can learn that people, but people are still afraid to do it. 
That's because like yeah. it's so easy now. Like your point is it's so easy, but how come everyone's still not doing it? Because they're not told to do it. But they want I I I mean I don't really like have a great personal example, but yeah, someone who wants to do something but he's never told to do it. I have a pretty good personal example. Okay. Of um, my friend, do you know him, Jonathan? Um, probably not. He's a, he's an example that I use a lot for people that don't want to go to school but still want to like learn on their own. Yeah. And um. Given he had an in, I think um, one of his family members started a, a a software company. Yeah. And when he got out of high school, he didn't he didn't go straight to college. He went straight to the internet to teach himself how to use Java. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, he's making 120, 130 grand a year, in looking at jobs at Amazon, Google, yeah. Apple as a software engineer, self trained. It's like you can you can do almost any like he did it I don't know if he did it exactly for free, but I know you can learn Java for yeah. free. Or learn any of those um coding programs. Well you're you're sold this thing, right, where if you don't go to college if you don't go to college then you have to you can still make money. I think I think they tell you like you can still make money, but you're, it's gonna be really hard. You're gonna have to do all this extra stuff. People want to take the easiest route to be successful. They want like they want there to be some path to success that you can achieve this great feat of success with with some defined path. They want to say, okay, I want to be a very successful person, so I'm gonna go do this. But I don't think that's how it works at all. I think success – you listen to people talk about their success stories, some of the most successful people in the world. They got there through the most just like abnormal path. A lot of them yeah, started it's, it's in always like a wacky. broken family, and then they got upset about something at some point in their life. Some people reached crazy amounts of success late in their life. Yeah. Like there's just this desire to, to be able to – be successful following some path that's given to you but i almost don't even consider that success necessarily if you're not Mm -hmm. if you're not entertained and fulfilled by what you're doing like it doesn't seem to me very successful yeah i think i think success definitely is like an overused term and i think when you hear about anyone that's successful, they're always like, I get my success from failing. Yeah. And that's like, I, I keep hearing it over and over and over. It's like, all you have to do is fail, fail, fail in the right way. Of course. Yeah. You, yeah, know, yeah. you can't just like quit, but it's, it's more of like a, so there's a famous quote from I want to say it's Thomas Edison when he was supposedly inventing the light bulb which at that <laughs> who knows if he did or not there's all that controversy controversy of whether he did or not but let's say he did and let's say this quote is real because it it's meaningful 
when they he he made the filament for the light bulb out of tungsten, and that's what we use mostly in in our bulbs in our house and stuff. And he had tried like it, it was either hundreds or thousands of different elements to work as the filament, and everything failed. It would either burn up or it wouldn't get bright. And then somebody was like, like oh, it's like you failed a thousand times. And he was like, I didn't fail a thousand times. I learned a thousand things that don't work as filaments. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the perspective there is what you need. Because, like, you're saying you need to fail a bunch of times, but and other people are, are telling that too. But I'm sure in their mind they don't take it as – you can't take it as failure as, a, as in defeat. Failure has to be a an experience that doesn't affect – like your it's just a drive l- a or passion going forward. Yeah. Some people get completely defeated, and then some people have a crippling fear of failure. But they don't even when it happens, it's not usually that bad. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I fear failure. I fear failure a lot. But every time I meet failure, in I mean, it's different mm-hmm. every time. But I always get past it. Yeah, and it's usually not that bad when it's actually there. Yeah, when you're actually facing failure. It's usually just you're a little mad, you're a little embarrassed, or you're whatever. Like, most of the time, a failure in life isn't devastatingly yeah, damaging and to when your you, life. When you stop and, like, think after the fact, when you <laughs> when you meet that failure, you stop and think logically, you can always make it out on the other side. Even if it you run into another failure after that failure. Yeah. Which has happened many times to me. Yeah. Well, it... It kind of ties in, I guess we hit success and then failure, and those are like kind of opposites. But it just, there's just such a thought. Everybody puts so much thought into like, what am I going to do? Like, what is the first thing you ask a kid when you see it? How old is it? Or when you see it? I don't know if it's a boy or a girl <laughs> kid. I just, it's just kid in my <laughs> mind. So when you see the kid, you walk up to. How old is it? You walk up to the child. How old are you? And they usually. Five. Yeah, and then sometimes they answer right, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they put up a couple <laughs> of fingers at you. <laughs> they and, do, yeah. They and then like you the ask, fingers. what is what is your name? Or maybe that's your first question, regardless, it doesn't matter. And then for some reason, you ask it what it wants to be when it grows up. Yeah. That's like and always it's the always, third it's one question. Of five. It's one of five every time. But why are we... I want to like, be a policeman. But why are we <laughs> teaching these kids that, like... I think that's damaging to... to instill in kids from the time that they're can't even barely say how old they are that they have to be a thing or they have to do a thing they have to choose what they want to do and they can't fail on that thing they chose and they can't change their mind and it's like weird yeah the the, what do you want to be when you grow up it's like kind of a weird thing to ask a kid because then you're getting them thinking about it, <laughs> and then they're yeah. thinking they're like, "What do yeah, I want to be?" And they destroy and then, themselves. Yeah, some I know people who decided they wanted to be something, and then they just did that. Yeah, because they didn't ever change their mind or didn't ever really think about it, and everybody told them like they go to their guidance counselor at school, and they're like, "I want to be a doctor." No, not a doctor's a bad example because I think that's kind of a. Can you imagine? Me at one point, I said I wanted to be a doctor. Yeah, I like wanted not to, that long ago too. I, I wanted to be a veterinarian when I was little. I do not 
anymore. No, at no, all. no, I don't. I don't either at all. I was going through my like journal from when I was th- yeah. 13 today. Yeah. That's some of the craziest stuff. It was like every other month I want to be something different. I'm like, I'm going all in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you. <laughs> like I would always write. I was like, I'll see you in two years. I'll be a private investigator when I get out. <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. When Game you, on. I'm, yeah. go- I'm going to the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you there. Well, what's crazy Period. is, like, I think that's what happened to me when I got out of college. It was, like, the moment of truth where, like, you work so long when you're a kid and then when you're signing up for college and then when you're in college, you're working so long towards what you wanted to be when you grew up. And <laughs> and you decided like oh i'm gonna be this for me i went to engineering school so and then there was the point where i was going to be an engineer i was gonna go get a job in engineering and i was i didn't want to be it's not that like i think it'd be cool to be an engineer yeah and i think that i still keep that in my back pocket but i I don't want to get stuck just being that thing because that's the thing that I was sold. And I do feel that. I feel like I was sold that. Yeah. I wasn't – I didn't choose that because I had some outstanding passion for it, which I do have a great interest in engineering, but it's just it, – I don't have that, like, I want to be one so bad it hurts. Yeah. Wait, I don't think many people who go into engineering – no. Want to be an engineer so bad. There's really good money in it, especially software engineering. There's so there's such good money in it that it's such an and once you start making a hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year and you are twenty two, mm-hmm. you're in it. Yeah, you're That's in it. That's it. That's the end. That's the end. You're and then in that you're in space. Yeah. Floating around a rocket man. And there's nothing yeah. you can do about it. Yeah. That is the space, and you're hearing the same song every day, and that's just the same. You're getting up and going to that job every single day, doing the same exact thing every single day, and maybe you like it, and some people love it, and to them, like, that's perfect. Yeah. There are some people who love software engineering so much they can't stand it. It hurts. They want to be one so bad, and that's the people who should be software engineers. Those are the people who... You know, I bet you could take which like, all the software engineers out there that absolutely love it and don't yeah. want to be anything else. You're like freaky. Yeah, there is. There is. <laughs> you're a like bit actually of, a freak of nature, and you know, thank you for what you do. But, yeah, but that sucks. Well, that kind of brings <laughs> us into the like. I don't know how much you're following the stuff that's going on with Musk and Twitter, but I'm on. Kind of. Yeah, so I don't have like. I'm not paying that much attention to it, so I don't know the whole thing. And but I'm every once in a while I just get on Twitter just because it's so funny to to read it, yeah. the the back and forth Everyone's between like so random haters Everyone's and so Elon Musk. And then the a lot of the ex employees are speaking out. And the Twitter empl- the Twitter work environment was like unrealistic. They had like spas and they had like wine on tap and they had they had this like cafeteria where they got this exquisite food they had like nap areas and cry area like i I didn't freaking process the first two things you said because i thought you were just gonna say like it was a sweatshop no 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 it was 
like the most luscious working environment ever and there was this culture of with not, wine yeah there's this culture of not working hard like that was their culture was not working hard and and enjoying it which there's something to be said about that like enjoying what you're doing and not overworking yourself i think a lot of people are overworked so that's that's one that's like there's a there's benefit to it yeah but it was taken so far that when when that's the thing when elon got there he's like okay who's working you're not doing it and everyone was like no one's working you're fired he's he fired like half the people and then they're getting mad and then then i'm also on the um i'm on the like programming subreddit yeah and those people hate elon they're like this is what happens when a businessman gets in place of like a businessman gets somewhere and he's he thinks he knows about we stop getting free wine yeah (laughs) but they're all super mad so and i mean they should technically be the most credible group because they are like software engineers but they're also redditors which they always complain it doesn't it like it does not matter if you're on reddit most of the time you're just complaining oh yeah because i love reddit for a lot of reasons but sometimes it's just so it, it's a lot of complaining but in every subreddit too mm-hmm. like i browse every now and again yeah and it is it's just complainers complaining if you find it a niche enough subreddit you can get good like good people good stuff out of it you get like good information like yeah. i'm on uh rc cars it's because I like RC cars. <laughs> I don't know. I when I got Reddit, I was on all the ones that it had like added you to. Yeah. And then maybe like a year or two ago, I deleted all of the like the ones that automatically adds you to. Because those are like those are not the real like cool part about Reddit. They make it more like a big social platform. Like R slash funny sucks. It uh, yeah, it really and does. And the, the group and they, they automatically they automatically have you on there, too. and then sometimes you want funny stuff, but you don't like. It just makes you angry. It doesn't matter. It's like it's all just the worst people on the internet are on there, and then so I delete all those, and then I just add in what I'm interested in. What like, you want? Like anything yeah. I'm interested in. Like I would put uh like if I was super super into microphones, I would just go in and add r slash microphones. I'm sure it's a thing. Yeah, and they probably I, be I'm sure they're they be complaining. The pro line. They'd probably be complaining <laughs> about that one, but I'm sure that the more niche you get, sometimes the more like nice they are. Like RC yeah. cars, the guys on RC cars are so nice, and they're always like posting a, a picture of their little kid that is like three years old driving an RC car, and they're like, "I'm so excited! Thank you guys for your help and your advice for which RC car I should get for my son for his first. And it's like a yeah. Traxxas Stampede, and he <laughs> and the kid is tearing it up in the lawn. <laughs> His, <laughs> the kid is having what? the best time of his life <laughs> so far. The Traxxas Stampede. Yeah, I used to want one of those. I used to have... I used to be super into everything RC. That was like my first big hobby. Which I I did the helicopters for a while. Yeah. Before they could like auto flip upside down. Yeah. And I would try to get them to flip upside down. I had the ones that you could fly upside down, but you had to do everything yourself. So you had to, it was like, they had the ones that were, I feel like this is kind of boring, but there's, 
there's a fixed pitch blades on some of them where they have one blade that spins one way and one that spins the other. Yeah. And, and those have a fixed pitch. And then the ones I had would like you'd spool up the blades and they'd be level. And then your throttle wasn't adjusting how fast the the motor like, spin. Yeah. It would just change the pitch of the blade. That's how like real helicopters. It work, is. Right? It's yeah. called collective pitch. Yeah. So you'd spin that. You'd twist it, and while it's doing, like, if it's coming around a circle and that blade changes pitch, all of a sudden you have thrust up. But on the little tiny ones, you can flip that helicopter over and go negative collective pitch, and then it pushes up instead of down. Okay, yeah. So that, like, dude, I spent so many hours flying those stupid and crashing. Dude, I, I spent so much of my parents' money yeah. repairing the walls in our house. Yeah, I was, re- yeah. <laughs> Because of of how bad of a helicopter I, pilot I was, we have one that you would not He's more like, of a kamikaze yeah. pilot. We have one that's <laughs> not even like a a huge one, and if you were to start it up in here, it would like ruin it. Like it would blow everything. Like it would blow the shit off the walls and stuff. Like it's not. It's just like a real helicopter. Yeah, like it's and it's not even a technically a big one. They get crazy, and the people who are actually good, like I want to say, I'm not good. Yeah, I'm not good at it. I loved it, but it's really, really, really hard. Yeah, and the guys who were good at it can take these giant machines, and they're doing like the most insane flips and crap through the air. It's like unreal. But then I was into the the planes. I like better because it's easier to be like proficient at flying a plane. Yeah, because it's. Everything's slower and everything's a little bit less complicated, and it's, it's easier like when you're flying it towards you to to understand how it like is opposite. I've seen so many, so many of those meme videos where they like <laughs> the old guys are like yeah. real serious in the planes, and then they take it off, <laughs> and, and it crashes it goes immediately. Like, it crashes so immediately, yeah, and it yeah. just explodes. Oh, I've done that before. Old we guys used are to have heated. We used to have the little foam planes. Yeah, yeah, I had one of those that you just threw. Yeah, well, mine had, like, a tiny brushless motor in it and tiny little servos. But it was still, like, it barely weighed anything. Like, if you blew on it, you could just, like, move it. Yeah. And it was, but but it had, like, auto um, wind correction, basically. So it it had auto, like, basically, if the plane rolled... A little bit and you didn't put in that input mm-hmm. it would n- it would counteract it automatically so you could fly them in the wind outside basically okay but yeah i crashed those a lot they were made mostly of super glue by the time i was done with them <laughs> but you could you could put them the foam you could put it in hot water and it would it would go back to the normal shape and then you could just super glue everything together i didn't know that was a thing yeah yeah, I you got good f- at it. You can put foam in hot water and it'll go back to the shape. Yeah, it there's styrofoam. They're like really dense styrofoam and you can just put it in like you boil some water and then pour it into like a bowl or something or just keep it in you c- I guess you could keep it in the pot that you were boiling yeah. it in. There's that was just an extra step I added for no reason, but you put it in the hot water and it just slowly moves back to its original form. That's interesting. Yeah. See, it was <laughs> I had to change the subject on RC, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I, I woke up this morning, my like news feed, yeah, and there was this one story of these these three guys, they were paranormal 
investigators. Okay. In North Carolina, it was like a local thing. Okay, yeah. And they went in the woods and like real late at night, and they were like investigating. <laughs> and, and, uh, and one of the guys got lost in the midst of the investigation, mm-hmm. and uh, he ended up like this part of the story doesn't make sense to me is okay. he called the cops instead i don't know if his friends did not have phones on them yeah but he called the cops instead of his friends and so the cops came and he was trying to tell them he's like hey i'm doing a paranormal investigation i'm just trying to find my friends again okay and they started to get like weirded out because it's the middle of the night and it's in the middle of the woods yeah if <laughs> i was a cop and i showed up to that stuff yeah like i would be I'd be wigging out. I'd be like, what? I'm about to yeah, get like, killed like in some weird conspiracy. Investigation. It, it doesn't even sound real. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> they ended up, they had this meth lab in the middle of the woods that they were cooking meth in. And the just, people just, who were investigating paranormal yeah, activity? Yeah, it wasn't actually paranormal activity. That's what they told, they just told the police that oh. they were investigating paranormal activity. And oh they ended up just, gosh. and they got busted. Yeah, that was the part of the story where I was like, I, why would the guy call the cops if he knows he's making meth yeah. in the woods, but probably also catching ghosts? He's probably using meth. Yeah, you probably. And is. he was yeah. like, oh, I got a good idea. He's I can call the cops because the cops will give me this value. Because I need to find. Was he lost? Was he actually lost? He was lost. That's what it said. So he probably smoked a bunch of meth. He got lost in the woods. And then he was like, I need to find my way back to my meth facility. but And I need to use the cops for it because they're good at helping you if, if you have a problem. And then I can just have uh, the cover of, you know, I was just looking for ghosts and ghouls. They, and yeah, they, certain, they arrested them. Certain ghoulish beings in the woods. I was looking for <sighs> various ghouls and... Various goblins. Yeah, so I think that he actually had a good... A good idea, but probably he was too confident about it uh, on account of the meth he was probably smoking. Yeah, which I just thought that was really funny being, like, around us. Yeah. (laughs) Dude got super paranoid. Well, okay. To talk about, like, the people who are investigating for paranormal activity, because I think most of it is, like, just to make shows and stuff out of. Like, just to make... Yeah. Like, a lot of it is just because people want to make money off of a show. It's the ghost adventures. But some people, there has to, there's enough people that some people are spending their time, like, really trying to Yeah, work. yeah. They're, which, they're, they're dedicating. Which I'm interested in it. Yeah, and I think that if we didn't have anybody looking for ghosts, like, at all, there yeah. was no one looking for ghosts, then we probably wouldn't find them if they're there. If there's nobody looking for them? Yeah. Well, they said... The early seasons of Ghost Adventures were real, but the later seasons are not. Really? Yeah. Who said? People. Yeah, on Reddit. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. And they were complaining. They're like, the later <laughs> seasons suck. Because. <laughs> 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 no, that was just funny to me because, like, they said that's happened before. Yeah. Where people are out in the woods and they're like, we're investigating paranormal activity in. They're actually just making math. Y- really? Yeah. yeah, I guess that's pretty much a good cover because if you say you're investigating paranormal activity, you do two things, right? First of all, it's like a cover for any type of behavior because w- 
like what do you expect from somebody who's like investigating paranormal? Like, yeah, yeah, going like to be three guys weird. carrying tinfoil. Yeah, they're, it's you're like, like he. You're like yeah, that makes sense. That dude is. Yeah. He's got ghosts. Yeah, this adds up. Adds up. But it doesn't. But like <laughs> it doesn't any other way. Like if you're like I'm just oh I was I was hiking and I got lost and they're like why do you have like industrial cleaner? And they're For like, the that, yeah, then it makes sense. Yeah. You're like, well, I have to sanitize all of our um, equipment because yeah. otherwise it'll get. The ghost you goo. can have yeah, anything. All over. You can have anything and say, oh, I'm investigating paranormal activity. It's the perfect cover. Yeah, tinfoil, like propane torches. Yeah, it all makes cleaner, sense. Weird devices. Beakers. Yeah, beakers, you're like, yeah. I'm going to trap the ghost in the beaker. Yeah. 21st century dang Ghostbuster. <laughs> I think the Ghostbusters were already 21st century, though. Which so were they? Wasn't wasn't that the 20th century? Aren't we in the 21st century? Yeah. Was it before 2000? Yeah, he's like in the 80s. Ghostbusters was from the 80s. Yeah. I well, I'm pretty sure. I'm looking it up. Look it up. Why you look it up? Okay. <laughs> All right, back in. Back in. We're back locked in. in. Urinated, emptied out. The tummy is empty. Yes. Okay, so Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's your What's your exact guess? Exact guess. Well, when I was out peeing, I was like, maybe it's from the seventies. Because now that I think about it. The like CGI. I don't. It wasn't even CGI. It was just VFX. Yeah, it was practical. Effects. Yeah, yeah. Practical. That's what effects. they call it. Practical. I think I'm gonna go with like. Oh man, I'm gonna go with like 79, 78. Okay, and 78 so locked in. My guess, since I didn't get to like naturally guess because yeah. I already looked it up, but I thought it was like, I probably would have guessed like two thousand two. <laughs> Because I just don't. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. it in so long. Let's see. Did you see it yet or not? Yeah. Oh, what is it? 1984. Dude, I was pretty close. Yeah, you were right at first, and then you thought about it, and then you got wronger. The longer you thought about it, the worse your answer got. Really? Because you started in the 80s, and then you zoomed away to That's the true, 70s. But, uh, but I went to the high 70s. True. Almost as high I could have been further away in the 80s than I was in the True. You could have been thinking that is true because 84 is closer to 70 than it is to 90. Bill Murray, Harold R- Ramos, <laughs> Ramos. He was Egon Sphincter. That <laughs> says Spangler. Yeah, dude, Bill Murray is a class act. Dan Aykroyd. Class act. There's some names. He's got some liquor out, too. Rick Moranis. Who, Dan? Yeah, he calls it like the Crystal Skull or something. I think it's a vodka. We got to get that on the show. Yeah. (laughs) We got to freaking blast that. Yeah. Liquor company. Yeah. Crystal Head. Crystal Head. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like the skull... That's, that's him? That's Dan Aykroyd's stuff, yeah. Dan, by actor Dan Aykroyd and artist John Alexander. Founded in September 
The vodkas are quadruple distilled, filtered seven times, and packaged in a crystal skull bottle. I like how you read that. Yeah, that's from Wikipedia right that's there. really good. Um, yeah, it's pretty expensive, though. I think it's like 50 or 60 bucks. Yeah, I've seen that at the liquor store before on certain I mean, escapades. pretty expensive for us. Yeah, extremely expensive um, for <laughs> us, but uh, for like the average um, ghost hunter um, or paranormal activity uh, investigator. Meth head ghost hunter. Yeah, they make a lot of money on their side, <laughs> their side gig, which um, is uh, manufacturing methamphetamine. Which that's a good business, as we've learned from um, Breaking Bad. Yeah, and I think that if I were a science teacher... And I had cancer. Um, like, can you I'd imagine? Probably, I'd probably do the motorcycle thing. Okay, but think about this, right? I'm not smart enough to do the meth thing. No, but think about this, right? You are a science teacher. Uh-huh. Like, this is a small amount of the population, probably really small, yeah. but it, it's got to exist just because yeah, of how many people there are. Five or six. You teachers. are a science teacher, uh-huh. and you find out you have cancer. Okay. It's and it's literally the exact same setup as uh Breaking Bad. Like Wal- you're yeah, Wal- y- you just are Walter. Yeah. Do you think that you feel worse? Do you have the son? Do you have the son with the with, with what the, does he have? He's uh, got the voice. He's got multiple No, he doesn't. He has Scroro- He has Scroro- polio? Scoliosis? Oh, I sound we sound so <laughs> like we have no idea what's going on with Multiple scoliosis. He has a lot of scoliosis. <laughs> Okay. Dude, he's squirrely. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I have to look this up. We gotta correct this. He's actually though, like what makes you speak funny and makes you also on crutches? Yeah. It 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 affects all of their mo- like motor skills. Oh, okay. He um cerebral palsy, I knew that. I, no. Yeah, he's palsy. I have a out. friend with a CP and he's totally fine. Yeah, he's probably in the early stages. Yeah. They get uh the late stages are not not good. But I've seen like there's a there. there's a comedian he looks really with good there. CP. He's CP'd up and they he's funny. Is he really is um, he does he have a bad or no? Um No, no, is that is that the guy in the wheelchair? Mm, I don't know what he Where has. you can't exactly understand him. I think uh, I saw him on um, yeah. Kill Tony. I've seen yeah, I've seen that one. Was that, that him? Guy. I don't I don't know what he has. I don't remember his name, so I I can't properly look it up. But yeah, but I've also seen the guys with Tourette's. Have you ever seen the oh, comedians with dude, Tourette's? Tourette's. That's. Oh, I'm about to throw up. It's re- <laughs> it's really funny. Dude, people funny. make me want to throw up. Yeah, it look, seems it like it. It makes me want to throw no, up. No, because if you have a like something like quote unquote wrong with you, mm-hmm. and you can make fun of it, and you're not like forcing everyone around you to act like there's nothing wrong with you, it's it changes the whole nature of it. Like there's people with. Did you ever? <laughs> that youtube series where it was that policeman with down syndrome mm, i i want to say i haven't seen that okay it's it was like but i've been down the ds hole yeah when i had tiktok yeah it was literally just monkeys 
in DS guys. Yeah. Down syndrome DS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um he had a down syndrome and he was playing into it. And he would pull people over and it was just the most insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I saw that guy. Yeah. I saw that he was guy. like, Do you know why I pulled you over? Yeah. And they were like, No, and he's like, I drew you this picture. Or it's like it was something <laughs> yeah. so dumb. But it was it was just yeah. like <laughs> Like that guy is a class act, right? I drew, I drew you a picture. Yeah, yeah. like you can. They're like I'm late for work. Well, it's like <laughs> you're I dealt you this picture. If you've got you know Down syndrome, multiple scrolls, you got uh, <laughs> you're scrolled out. You got um, uh, cerebral palsy, yeah. something like that. You're dealt. You're dealt yeah. such an awful card, but you can just still be. Like super entertaining, <laughs> and those people put regular boring people to shame because they really, they really. If do, you are yeah. regular, yeah, you are normal, as in all ways that you could be normal. Like you are just the most normal person ever, and you are boring. That's your fault, dude. That's your fault. Yeah, and the DS community. Mm-hmm. You know, I I love their switch where it's either they're all love or yeah. all hate. Yeah, Cause, cause, they could yeah. They could hate what what's going on around them, or they absolutely love it, which is most of the time. But I do see those DS kids in the stores where they don't get the cereal they want, and yeah. they just hate everything. When I was working at they Jersey Mike's, mom. yeah, yeah. When I was working at Jersey Mike's, I had a regular. And he had a, like, an aide that took him around on the town. Yeah. And she would take him to Jersey Mike's probably at least once a week. And he couldn't even really, like, talk. Like, he was he was very low-functioning. Mm-hmm. He could talk a little bit, and it was hard to understand him. And most of the time, she ordered for him. But he was so happy to be there at Jersey Mike's. Yeah. It would bright, like, it would brighten my day. Yeah. When he would come in because he was so it was like, yeah, it was the love. He was so happy to be about to get a sandwich. Yeah. And then I would see all these people who, like I said, were normal. Right. Yeah. And they would be in a horrible mood. They would not be happy about their sandwich. They would always tell me their sandwich was made wrong. And sometimes Dude, I, I wish I had Down syndrome. Well, so I. So uh, what I'm going to say about that. I no <laughs> no. No, I wish <laughs> I had down syndrome. What I'm going to say Because they live in the moment. Always in the moment, second to second, minute by minute. That's something we can't do. Can't See, I think what you're saying now is that you couldn't do that. I think can't. <laughs> can't they can. <laughs> can't they can. I'm going to say it and I'm going to keep saying mm. it. Can you get down syndrome after the fact i hope so because i would i would do it i don't think you can get it it can no because it's trisonomy 21 <laughs> right what trisonomy 21 and maybe i'm saying that wrong trisonomy trisonomy try something to me 21 it's a genetic disorder with a 21st chromosome so True. you could just give me one um Oh yeah, trisomy twenty-one. The medical oh term. Oh my gosh! Look at him smiling. That is so. Yeah, he's very it's so loving. That is not a dude. No, he's adorable, <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, 
A medical term for having an extra copy of a chromosome is a trisomy. Down syndrome is also referred to as trisomy 21. This extra copy changes how the body's how the baby's body and brain develop, which can cause both mental and physical challenges for the baby. And that's from 6 days ago from the CDC. And six days it ago. says six days ago, so I think they just are constantly they just tweaking. Found, they just found it out. In, no, in my head, they're constantly tweaking the definition. Yeah, they like yeah, they probably it that. said challenges for the person or, and then they changed it to baby because they were like, well, yeah, it's it's like challenging for the baby, and yeah. probably in, probably if you look it up in a couple more days, the definition will be different. And that's kind of what uh, society's been doing lately with all the definition changing. Yeah, they've really been changing it up. Yeah, I think that There's a lot of things. I think that people like to change up definitions because it's a power trip. It's a power trip, but it yeah. also it keeps things, you know, it keeps you on your toes. Yeah. Yeah, so it it does it does vet out the people who aren't How am I going to say this? Like all of a sudden you say feet and you're actually talking about some dudes like hands. Okay, well, so my point here, right, is that you can either fully commit to being a good member of like a group or a society or whatever, or you can be kind of like on the outside of society. And the people who are super into it don't like the people who aren't. So if well, you can, where would you like? Where would you place us? Um, I think we're kind of in the middle because we don't we're like middle, to yeah. like if if people start doing something and we think it's and they think it's cool, like we get upset if we don't know about it. Or at least I do a little bit. You get upset if you don't know about it. Yeah, like like when, like when my little sister has something that like she thinks is like she knows about it, and then I realize like everyone her age knows about it, mm-hmm. and I don't. I feel like I'm that's true a little bit out of touch with. But that's just the progression. That's just how life goes. Yeah, I think that's true. And then we also are in touch with different type of stuff now. Yeah. Like, when we were in high school, it was, like, everyone was whipping nay naying. Yeah, which was awesome. And it was awesome. It was really but cool. But now we don't know what is going on in there. Yeah. I, I don't, at least. No idea. Yeah, what's going on in this school. Because I don't... I think it'd be weird to go check. No, it'd be super weird. I, I run around to school every now and again. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Don't say no, that. No... I'm not gonna. No. Yeah, don't say that to people. If you meet somebody and that's the first thing you said, they would no, 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 hate no. you. Okay, for exercise, I run around a school a few days a week. Not around, like on the outskirts of a school. Like within the range that sex offenders can't. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. On the outside, the sidewalk. And and the one day. I took to run around the school mm-hmm. or run not around it, but like I cut through the school. Yeah. The some class was outside and and they saw me and my buddy running. Yeah. And they were just like something lit up in their mind. They're like, we have to tear these guys apart. We were just jogging. It was just a light jog. And then they're like, Ryder, go get him, bro. And he did some like weird freaking dance. Like Dang, it's always a, a dance. It's always a dance. It was like ninja type, um, or it was actually just a dance. Um, like he was going to dance battle you to death. He he ran by full sprint. 
So this is a child. It was a. Yeah, it was for sure a child. Probably oh. a sophomore in high school. Okay, so and then, 16, 17 years old. Yeah, and then he stopped running by us and did um, some sort of choreographed dance with his friends. So, yeah, see, that's pretty cool, actually, what they did to you. And they played you for chumps. They played us for chumps. I think that the dancing Little thing... Little do they know I'm always lurking around their school. Yeah, so you could do some damage. Yeah. But the dancing thing is different than it like it used to be cool to dance on Vine and stuff, and it used to be cool if you could dance, but it wasn't everybody. And now with TikTok, because Musically was a thing, and yeah. people would post their Musically stuff to Twitter and Vine and Instagram. Because like I remember Instagram used to be just pictures, and then they added video. Yeah, I was so and excited when like, they did the multiple photo. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like I remember when that happened. And I don't – that was probably, like, four years ago, three years yeah, ago. Yeah, the multiple photo. And then the other that thing is – That changed the game, though. Do you remember when they got rid of you, – you used to only be able to put square photos. Yeah, yeah. It, the whole app was you could put square photos, and your friends could see your square photo. And now it's almost all – cat is back. <laughs> but now – <laughs> Now it's almost all videos. Like when I go on Instagram, I get, a lot I get of videos. stuck. I get I get stuck I get in the reels. Into the reels. The or we were talking about Instagram, right? Yeah, that's the reels. Yeah, that's right? reels. Yeah, it's YouTube Shorts. It's Instagram. That's reels. what I get stuck in. Is the Shorts. That so mine are different, right? So YouTube, YouTube. I feel like it tailors my Shorts based on my subscriptions. And then Instagram tailors it based on what I – like, the Instagram algorithm is way too good. It's way – and YouTube is not? YouTube's not as good. I get sucked in way harder to Reels than anything else. And yeah. TikTok, if I go on TikTok, it's, like, entertaining for a little bit, but then I get bored because I feel like the algorithm isn't based on what I'm interested in. It's based on what Gen Z is generally interested in. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, like – I lose a little it loses me a little bit. But Instagram, if it starts to lose me, it like shows me something I love or like something so cool. It shows me some like some guy doing stunts on a s- CBR and I just get I'm like, "Wow." That's weird because I thought the TikTok algorithm was supposed to be the best. I in my experience, it's not. But on Instagram, like I spend more time on Instagram overall by a lot. Yeah. You're I had to delete Instagram because it was so time-consuming. I deleted Instagram for a while, and then I, I like any addict, any good addict. Any I, good addict, I re- you go, you relapse. It. Yeah. it is an addiction. You're not a good addict unless you relapse. It's an addiction, and the thing is, it's not, like, it's really not good for you to be addicted to, the, the like, the social media, but it's so relevant to every like if everyone's addicted and then you're on the outside it's like weird like when i ask for somebody's instagram if they tell me they don't have an instagram i get offended really yeah like not like i don't go on it much that's fine because most people are trying to like deal with it yeah but if somebody's like no straight up there is no instagram account that i own i don't think that does that happen? Yeah, I've uh, only, but rarely. 
But that's what I'm saying. That's my point. Why does everybody, parents, have Instagram accounts? That's true. My mom has one, but she has nothing on it. Nothing on it, but she made one at some point. She made one, Because everyone has one. That's true. That's super weird. Yeah, if you don't have an Instagram account, you're a freak as well. Yeah. It's such a weird... But it's it ties in so hard to society. Like I think our trajectory as a society is tied directly to our social media because that's like half of what we think now is is governed and molded and shaped by what we see. True. Do you think there's ever gonna be a new social media to top all the others to make the others like obsolete? A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that that's going to be when VR becomes light and wearable. Yeah. It could happen before that, but it's a hundred percent. And not just VR, but AR, augmented reality. Yeah. Where you can wear a pair of glasses that's not much heavier than like a regular standard pair of glasses and you can see anything. Because can you imagine like if you could wear something that made everything around you look different? with like some kind of AI, yeah, right? Yeah. Then you could work in a closet. Like you could work from home in a space as yeah, small yeah, as a closet yeah. and you could have it like you could work for let's say you work for Twitter, okay? And you have access to these glasses and they're given they send them to you when you get on. Mm-hmm. And you only need uh like 8 by 8 space. With a desk and a computer. Mm-hmm. They send you the computer. Maybe they send you the desk too. And you put the glasses on and it feels like you're in the office. You can see everybody else. Yeah. They can see you. You're like interacting with people. And then at the end of the day when you leave the office, all you do is take the glasses off. You don't even need a yeah. computer. You could just be looking at the wall and you could be seeing the computer that is, is running virtually at the headquarters. I could see that happening. It's it's going to happen. There's no yeah. way it doesn't because that's such a if you can centralize the computing power like that, that's 100% going to happen. You have nobody needs to have a computer because you can have a supercomputer somewhere and the internet like the data transfer on the internet will be fast enough that you don't actually need to have your own processor in your computer you just buy a little bit of processing power and that way you don't have to commit to a processor that's going to be outdated in a couple years you just have a plan you have like medium processing plan and then it upgrades itself and then eventually it costs a little bit more and you can downgrade or upgrade whatever like there it's going to everything's going to change when the data transfer gets super super good that's pretty good (laughs) (laughs) no i agree i agree with the the ar stuff yeah the ar is gonna change the world the vr i get a little stuck on because like they made that movie ready player one yeah. And that's what I want VR to be. Yeah. And every time there's a new VR, like the meta system. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so bad. It's like just playing on your computer just with two black walls. Yeah, but have you seen, what is it called, VR chat? Oh, yeah. 
which that is like a little bit wonky looking, but it's people have fun on there. People do like whole things on there, events. Oh on yeah, there. yeah. And or like during COVID when they had concerts in <laughs> Fortnite, yeah. they had concerts. Wait, who was it? Travis Scott. <laughs> it was Travis Scott. That's and it was crazy. Oh yeah, the Roblox. Didn't they have the Roblox concert too? They may have. Yeah. I'm not aware. But okay, so we're back. We're back. We got interrupted. We got. <laughs> this is the problem with yeah. the the at home studio. Doing the studio at home, you get just all the way interrupted. Are you? You guys are doing a podcast. You guys are. What are you doing in here? I know. Yeah, Freaking we have geezers, to leave. Man. What do you mean we have to leave? Freaking geezers, get him out of here. Oh, they talk about his drugs. Yeah. I did this drug. You did that drug. I did this drug. And you did that drug. <laughs> okay, well. I don't, e- I don't even remember. Like, we were talking about VR. Yeah, but so. I don't, e- I don't even remember where we were. I think what we were talking about was how much it's going to kind of change society over the next. So, so my point is it's going to change society so much over the next, I'm going to say 10 to 20 years. It's going to be, yeah, I, I would put money on it that in the next, it, I'm going to say at the, the highest 30 years from now, yeah, which will be alive. I, we're going to be so immersed mm-hmm. in virtual reality. Like, if you could wear it all the time, then you wouldn't even have to have, like, a nice decorated house. You could just instantly change your decorations in your house. You wouldn't have to put anything on the walls. you just have yeah. to put, like, you'd probably put, like, tracking markers on your wall so that, that your VR so headset would work better. weird. Like, people come over, and you're like, wait, yeah. install this. This and is then, what my house actually yeah, looks like. Yeah, and then there'd be the, the hippies that that like actually decorate their house and we'd be like oh my gosh they're still actually yeah, decorating still their actually house decorating. like that's such a weird thing that like they, our parents yeah yeah we'd be like oh my gosh my parents still decorate Mom, their living stop room decorating your house yeah you why know are you, still you know you in a can, bed yeah <laughs> like why aren't you in a a night pod yeah why aren't you in the pod why are you in the chamber yeah. you need to be in a night pod it's better for your um esophagus and your esophageal tract <laughs> Yeah, I the thing is, I I can really see it happening. Like twenty years down the road, I can see everyone being immersed into this. Oh, VR, AR, like augmented world. Well, we act like it's so far fetched, and we act like it's crazy. But if you showed us to people thirty years ago, they would be like, "What do you mean they can't stop using their phone to look at videos? What does that even mean?" They yeah. can't stop? What does that mean? Yeah. But I can also see society rejecting it, too. Well, they do. Look at our parents. Look at... Yeah, gr- look, yeah. So look at most of, like, the grandparent age right now being, like, rege- they rejecting... They barely have a smartphone. Yeah, and, they, and a lot of them... Some of them are super into it. Yeah. But some of them fully reject it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to reject it. By the time that we're old, whatever technology is coming out, we're yeah. gonna be like, "This isn't, this isn't right. This isn't normal." Yeah, we're going to reject. It's just the natural thing. You adopt the new technology when you're young, and you reject it when you're old. Yeah, it's everybody. Every generation has I done. I guess it. so. That's really weird how that works. It's super weird. 
I wonder why that is. Because, cause like, my grandpa, yeah, like, my um, my dad's dad, yeah. he still is super in tune, or he tries to be in tune with, like, computers, everything like that. Yeah. And, you know, he's 90 years old or whatever. Whatever, oh. yeah. <laughs> freaking, <laughs> he's a freaking old guy. Yeah, he's old as crap. Old guy activity, but yeah. also... He he wants to learn. He's like a learner. There's there's a certain people out there yeah. that that will accept it. It's the it's I think it's like how adaptable are you? And if you're not very adaptable, you spent all this time learning the modern technology. Like you got so well versed in the telegram, it's not even funny. Yeah. And then they were like, Oh yeah, by the way, telegrams are old now. We wouldn't even use that if we had to. Are we gonna be adaptable because of how complex the stuff we use I, I is now comparatively to like 40 years ago. So yes, I think we will be more adaptable because we're used to the change. Because yeah. when, when we were born, that like there were no smartphones. No, it was the flip. Yeah. No, when we were born, pretty sure flip phones were out. When they I was they born. were born. Yeah. yeah. They they were they were out. <laughs> they were born. <laughs> they were out already, but it was like. Like, what does a smartphone look like in 99 when I was... Or not a smartphone. Like, a cell phone looked like in 99. Like, it was not even close to what even a flip phone today looks like. No, not at all. Like, you weren't thinking you would get internet over it. Mm-mm, no. Well, the internet was barely a thing back then. Yeah. The early 2000s, at least. Yeah. So, we were born right in that, like, explosion. Right when it was happening. Of, like... Like, my first iPod that I had was an iPod Nano with one gigabyte of music storage. Yeah. Yeah, I had one of those, uh, the shuffles. Yeah, I had a friend with a shuffle. And you couldn't even, there was no screen. You couldn't even choose what was coming on, barely. You no, just no, started yeah, playing. yeah, you just shuffled. All it did was shuffle your seven hit, songs hit that fit button. on it. Yep. And you're like, oh, which one of my seven songs am I going to hear today? Linkin Park. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Maroon Five. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I mean, growing up, I had uh, Black Eyed Peas. I had Queen. I had um. So like, I would have a couple albums that like, I know so yeah so well because they were on my iPod, and now, like now when I want to go listen to music, some d- some days I spend like thirty minutes deciding what music I'm gonna listen to. Oh yeah, and part of that is because I'm kind of procrastinating whatever I have to do, but part of that is also because there's so many options. Yeah, there's there's almost it's like too an many overload options. of options of what you could listen Even to. Even I know we're making a podcast right now. Yeah, but there's a lot of podcast options. No, I have the same thing when I'm trying to find. Sometimes I want to listen to a podcast. And I'm like, oh, I like this podcast, but I'm not in the mood for it. Yeah. Oh, do I want to find a new podcast? I don't know if I want to commit to a new podcast. Or like, we're so indecisive. Yeah, we're we're bred to be indecisive. We're not bred, but we're just like, we're forced to be indecisive based on all the entertainment <laughs> that's wait available to, have to my us. My next indecisive kid. Yeah, <laughs> breed one, breed one yourself. I will. Yeah, you're gonna breed some weird freaking kids. I mean, they're all, dude, I was at freaking work today. Yeah. And I was, we were just doing some like handyman work for this daycare. Yeah. You know of the daycare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they brought, 
we specifically asked them a few days ago. We're like, hey, we're going to be doing stuff in the playground area. Could you have it so the teachers don't bring out the little kids? And they're like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Make sure you keep them wrangled yeah. today. Keep them wrangled inside. Inside. Keep, keep them inside. Don't even let them outdoors. Yeah, They don't need to be out here while we're doing the work. We're yeah, doing. until we're gone. Yeah. And they, of course, one of the teachers, obviously, is... The teachers are, I mean, they're minimum wage paid yeah. workers. Yeah. So they're not going to do what they're supposed to do. So they brought out this this class of like, I don't even know how old they were. They were probably like 10. Yeah. 10 to 12. Yeah. Which is weird. Isn't it? I asked my dad today. I was like, is that weird for like a 12 year old to be at daycare? I think it is, right? Because they go to school. I was I was in preschool. When I was, which isn't that like a daycare? Is preschool? Well, what kindergarten starts at five, right, or six? Yeah. So, and I went to preschool when I was probably like three and four. Yeah, exactly. That's that's like what what I did. I didn't. Yeah, daycare was if you're like under two years old. That's what I thought. But these kids are like but ten years. I old. remember there were kids that used to go to after school care, this and they would go to a place that was yeah. like it was like. Their parents couldn't watch them after school, and they didn't want them home alone because they were gonna like do weird stuff. Yeah, these these are not after school kids; they're there all day. Do you think they're homeschooled? No. So what's going on with I these don't twelve know. year Any, olds? Anyhow, mm-hmm. they came out while we were working. Yeah. And we can't really do anything about it. We can't like yell at the teacher or the owner of the business will get mad at us. Yeah. So we were out there working. <laughs> it was just funny because, like, how their brains work. Like, they're so innocent. Yeah, they're so, like, they're vulgar in their own way. And I didn't know, like, they're 10 years old. Yeah. And they're, they're playing this game. <laughs> they don't even have a ball. They have this Lego. Okay. And they're almost running, like, football routes. There's a quarterback. Really? And he's like, he's like, oh, hike. And then... <laughs> he like ru- <laughs> <laughs> <I> hike. <laughs> Go and ahead and hike. Yeah. <laughs> then he hikes the Lego brick. Mm-hmm. The little kid like runs a route, and the other kid's trying to block him. And the quarterback like runs up to him and like throws him the Lego. Yeah. He catches the Lego, goes to the fence, says, "I won sixty nine points." And there was a girl sitting there, and she's like. She's like, that's not fair. It's one on two. <laughs> I was like, that's fair, but <laughs> you need to go to the other side of the playground because you don't know how this works. Oh, my gosh. But I was wondering because they all, like, after he scored the 69 points, they all convened. And I was like, do 10-year-olds, like, my brain was like, are they, like, joking? Yeah. Do they know no. what 69 is? And then... Well, they know it's funny, at least. At least they know that that's funny. They might not know why. They seem way too young to be like, 69 is a funny number. That's not a funny number until until I was like 14. No, because have you ever seen a kid laugh when everybody else is laughing and you know the kid doesn't understand the joke? Oh, yeah, yeah. They they just know 69 is funny. They don't know why. It was just really funny because every score... Where he touched the fence. Yeah. It would just be some random number. Because at first it was 69. And then he hit it again. 
Yeah. He scored another TD on the fence. Okay. He's like, 59 to 39. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait a minute. What's going on here? What happened? I have no idea what happened. And the girl would say some other number. She was sitting yeah. right next to them. She would be like, 29 to 39. Yeah. I don't know what the nine. I thought to myself, like, while I was sitting there. Yeah. I was like, what is, what's the significance of the nine number? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're just trying to add the joke in. Cause I remember when I was that, that old or that young, I'll say. Yeah. I was, everything w- had to be a joke for me. It still does. Yeah. Still does. Like, I want to be funny. It was, it was like they were trying to aggravate each other. And they were because yeah. when, when the person would score, the 39 points or whatever. Yeah. The other kid, the defender kid, would be like, no, that's not how many points he gets. Oh, okay, yeah. That's like, so it was working. That's 10 points. And then the defender would score, and yeah. he would say, I got 49 points. And then the other kid would cry. Okay, yeah, good. So he made him cry, <laughs> which which I think like, <laughs> I like being <laughs> able to make somebody cry at that age is you are probably going to excel in the future. Because yeah. you have the you have the mental facilities to be able to absolutely ruin somebody's time. And I also there was a little bit of an issue with some physical contact. You were touching them? No. Okay. I was watching from the far, far, watching far, from far, 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 far you away. Had your I had binoculars. Some binoculars. Yeah. And I was I was watching from across the field. Okay. Um, so and That's still <laughs> r- not good. <laughs> this, this, uh, this little like, I don't, I don't even know how old they are, dude. Kids freak me out with the ages. Like our neighbor's tell? kid is two years old, and I'm like, he yeah. could be zero. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember being so when I first yeah. got to college. My favorite part about college was that almost. With very few exceptions, everyone was old enough. Every girl. I think that happened. That was old enough. But that's the standard at college. It's like you are old enough. Yeah, you know? but then I would when I got what out is of college. Enough. What is it? So like okay, so <laughs> what do you mean enough? Okay, so when I say enough, I mean eighteen. Yeah, like almost everybody is, and and when I was a freshman, it was okay if somebody was seventeen. It was okay. Because I was 18. Yeah. But, like, there's almost nobody under 17 in college. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, like, so you can't get in, like, legal trouble just for, like, talking. Like, you're not going to get. Yeah. And then you as soon as. the N-word. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to get in that much you're trouble. You're not going to get into that much trouble. Yeah. And I got to. I remember the first break I had from college. I had gotten so used to being able to, like. Like, every girl was old enough. And then I remember being in, like, a regular non-college society. And I was scared to, like, even look. Like, when I go to the gym now, yeah, I don't look at, like, any girl that looks like she's 20 oh, or less. Oh, my gosh. That is such a trap there. Yeah, because there's going to be, like, some random 14-year-old girl who looks like she's 20 and you don't know. So yeah, that's, I feel so that's guilty. That's why I got I got buddy buddy with the 
with the employees there. So they tell you their so actual when, legal uh, when age. So when I find someone attractive, yeah. I go up to them. I say, how old is she? Yeah, see, for me. They if, always say 12. Yeah. And then you And then you realize you're a piece of shit. Every time. <laughs> no, because, like, I – sometimes I'll be, like <laughs> – I would be interested in that in just like I don't I don't know how to say it without sounding creepy but like I I see a person I'm like that's a attractive woman. Well, it's the water. It's the water. Go on. They're putting They're something putting something in, in the, the water. water. Are you kidding me? These girls come out of high school and they yeah. look like supermodels? Yeah. It's just it bothers me because I don't want to I have this like inside deep inside of me. I don't want to ever like look at a person who is underage. No, no. And be like attracted to them. Yeah, it's it's but they are modeling their whole appearance with their clothes, their makeup and everything exactly, as someone who's yeah. older. Yeah. It's a weird it's a really weird thing. It's super weird because you look but you don't know if you should. Well, it's like being a guy, especially being like, for me, I'm 6'2". I'm threatening in certain situations. Like, I don't seem threatening if you talk to me, but if I'm walking down the <laughs> street, like, hey, uh, who's that daughter? you wouldn't be threatened by me. But if, I might if be I'm walking, if I didn't know you. And, and even if I'm just walking at night, right, and there's a girl walking alone at night, and I'm like behind her, <laughs> and we're just walking to the same place. I'm gonna seem creepy. I'm gonna seem like some late, late, late at night. I, it's Four happened. in the morning. It's happened. Girls walking down. It has happened. You're like, Let me freaking get up. I seem. This chick. I seem so. What I'll do? <laughs> I'll like cross the road so that I'm not like directly following them because I hate it. I'm like I'm so creepy right now. What? And it's not why like is that, why is that happening? That never happened to me. That's never happened to That's you. That's never happened to me. Okay, so let's say you're walking, <laughs> you're walking at the park, right? And you have a good pace going, and the girl in front of you that you're kind of like about to you pass. You have a good pace. <laughs> yeah, you're doing like a kind of a speed walk sort of situation, and there's a girl walking in front of you, and she's doing a slightly slower speed walk yeah. on account of her s- much shorter stride. Yeah. And <laughs> you are coming up on her hot. Okay? You are doing closing, a six-minute mile. You are closing <laughs> the gap. You see her yeah. turn the noise canceling off on her headphones because she hears something coming up. Yeah. She's like a little worried. She looks back at you one time. She knows you're there. Yeah. And you are just... What is that snickering behind me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's the noise I make while I'm walking. Like running through the woods. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's just... It's a thing I think about. I just don't want to be creepy to women at night. No. No, you don't. And just being there is creepy sometimes. I was going to say, the thing is, is you can't not be creepy walking or running behind a woman at night and well it's just like you just being there is enough these are cold there yeah do you want one yeah all right so they were warm and i i grabbed a bag of ice and put them on the (laughs) ice carolina ice man that gets them cold yeah it does (laughs) but yeah just you being there is creepy and then on the flip side of that for a woman like you just see a guy (laughs) right at night, and you don't want to be creeped out by him, but you are. Honestly, as a guy, seeing a guy, 
at night, I'm a little freaked out. If I'm by my well, I'm not like if I'm by myself. Yeah. Two in the morning, and you see a a human male. And you see a human male. You're like, why? Why also is he out here? Yeah, and you're not at this time of night. Like you're not. You don't think that he's gonna like hurt you necessarily, but you're so on edge that that you yeah. you you're keeping track of what he's doing. Oh, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Even even in like public places. Yeah. It, it's hard not to keep track of a threatening male. Yeah. Threatening male. <laughs> no, it's it's a fascinating thing. Just like, however, like we're all born human, and we're all born into various shapes and sizes. And if you are a very large male, even if you're not like super strong for your size, you're just like born very strong and big. Yeah. And then you have a very small female. Like. There is absolutely nothing that small female could do to defend themselves without some sort of weapon from that male if that male had some negative intention. 100%. Which, if, that's... Yeah. So he's already just has this if that crazy one advantage. If DS guy was in hate mode... Yeah. There's nothing you could do to stop him. No, you absolutely couldn't stop But him. also, two in the morning, you're walking down the street... Now let's not even say street. Let's say like a trail. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the woods, you hear something behind you. Okay. You look behind. It's a DS guy in love mode. Yeah. So. But you don't know. You don't know he's in love mode. He just. Okay. Is. So you're. He. He somehow. He busted out of his. Uh. Pen. He busts out his pen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't live in pens. <laughs> I just. I have to say, I think they live in homes. With, like, bedrooms, I think they're – but but to get to your point, like, I still wouldn't know, and I would still be trying to get out of there. Like, I don't care who you are, really. Like, even if you're a woman alone at night, first of all, I would think it was some sort of dangerous, like, scam or, like, a con. He'd be trying to – yeah, he'd like be trying she's, to sell you something. I think, like, even if you saw a woman alone at night, she would be trying to draw you in where, like, a bunch of dudes were going to jump yeah, you. Yeah, you'd be, come buy my sheets. Yeah, come buy my sheets. <laughs> they would even try and force you to buy the 400-count Egyptian cotton sheets yeah. for your bed. Come buy my sheets. Yeah. I made these sheets. Come buy them. I made them, and then when they got you there and you said no, which because like, it's a big investment it to change like your sheets, especially if you like the sheets you already hate mode. And he pulls out his machete. Yeah. I love him, though. I, I just want it to be known. I it's all love. I love Down Syndrome people. Oh, it's all love. It has to be. It yeah. always is. I think eventually we can try and hit everything that's considered a uh, disorder in America. Um, eventually we can have every single party uh, represented on the podcast. I concur. Yeah. 100%. So, like, we have, we'll have, like, and we need to, especially for, like, yeah, you get a Down syndrome uh, gentleman or, or lady or on lady, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. A lady would be better to mix up the diversity. To here. add a little bit of diversity. We Although we got this lady. Doesn't right I think say something? I would say that 
Yeah, I would say yeah. probably the cat doesn't count. But if we get like a hmm, like now since we talked about it, we're going to have to get somebody with uh, cerebral palsy on the podcast because I know a guy with cerebral palsy. Do you actually? Yeah. So okay, we're gonna have to get. I I can get him on. Here. Yeah. Because because if we're going to be talking about them. Without representation from we them. We gotta put... Give them a voice on the podcast. Was it my money where my mouth is? Put your money in your mouth. In your mouth. You want that green. You want that money in your mouth. You want to taste every hand that that money has ever come into contact with. And if that's a cerebral palsy's hand... Y- we need to get the representation on here. Mm, yeah. So... Yeah, I think cerebral palsy and Down syndrome are two groups that we've spoken on so far. We've also talked on children, but I think it'd be a little difficult. But we could get somebody who used to be a child on here. Yeah, I I I have the younger sister, so I could probably get her on here. Younger sister, but we could probably get somebody who just... Recently was? Was recently a child, but they they can actually... I could nab one of those suckers from the daycare. Probably not good, because then you wouldn't be allowed to run there anymore. No, no, this yeah. is, this is, um, that's, I run at the high school. Oh. But I do other stuff at the daycare. Yeah, like stand and stare at the children. Well, you know. Oh, yeah, I wanted to, I forgot to finish that story. Which story? Um, when they were playing the games. Okay, yeah. And there was this little black kid, and then the. He was the defender. Yeah. And then the white kid was the it doesn't really matter. Okay. But it was also the arguing is a little racially charged. The black kid <laughs> Yeah. came up while the white kid was on the ground. Okay. Freaking like flying need him. Okay. In the face. Yeah. And then the white kid was like, That's not how we do it here. The, that's like he he was really, really, really close. Yeah, to saying like, some awful to stuff. To saying some really awful stuff. And you could tell, like, in his eyes, he was, like, envisioning his dad saying it. Or his grandpa. Yeah, he was just channeling some racism that was... He had it in him. And I saw it. That's creepy. I saw it with my own eyes. It was a little creepy because the... I don't think the little black kid meant to do anything yeah he was just like getting carried away it he's was a child like, he's a child he watches football yeah and so it was it was tackle football which yeah what they were playing it was like offense versus defense yeah and he just happened to get need in the, the little white kid happened to get need in the head and he get, complained a lot and then i saw in his eyes the n-word it was you could out. see it in there it was almost branded on him it was rattling around in his little uh, yeah. his little head which that's kind of awful. It, it is. It's like like there's a there's an element about it when you get that close to it when you can taste. You can taste that word r- rattling around in somebody's head, and and it's a child, and yeah, and then they're they're going to blast it out onto their, their little. I think I think that's the only reason he didn't. Belt it out was because children. Just at their core, so innocent. Yeah. And I saw it today. They're just like, every one of them means no harm. They're obviously competitive. Yeah. But they don't don't mean to like, they have no evil intent. Yeah. 
in their heart. You can tell. And I think that's I would the, agree. That's the only re- as soon as that like evil drips in from like I don't know. The when does the evil drip in like age 14? Maybe even before that. Maybe 12. 12. As soon as you turn 12, yeah. that evil drips in that N-word would have flown. It would have come out. It would have come out and it would have hit that out. little kid. But you could tell there was just there was just a dam on the word. And you know how bad that would have been for that little black boy. It would have been bad. He would have that would have been his first or maybe not first, but that would have been a a very real experience for him for the rest of his life. When the when the white kid at his daycare just absolutely belted the end yeah. at him. And and it would have been actually worse for the white kid because he was the minority in the situation. Was it mostly little black kids? Mostly little black kids and the teacher was black. Yeah, so and so probably that would have been maybe actually that would have been good if the white kid had said it because since he's how old was he? I'm not good at kid ages, but I want to say like 9. So yeah, if you're 9 and you say the n-word, you really can't be canceled yet. Not yet. But you're not canceled, but you get to learn like that that like is really kind of like a big deal. So you get yeah, to you get to yeah. he would learn firsthand that like what his dad and grandpa say at home yeah. is like not okay for him to say. Yeah, so, like So like, maybe <laughs> it would have been better if he had actually let it go. In the in yeah. the situation where there's a black teacher that can tell him like that actually really hurt my feelings and all of your peers' feelings. Yeah, like like around here there's never any black kids on the farm. Yeah. It's always just like y- you remember grandpa from a young age screaming then word yeah. like a turnip or you know some yeah. some farm food, uh, black like not black people, <laughs> <laughs> old people and old white people specifically. Yeah, will blast some racial profanity. They out. will spray paint it on their tractor because, but they also never got canceled. You, it didn't. It wasn't. They that, can't. Yeah, they're they're too old to get canceled. Like like, even people who are just like saying it all the time in modern society, like they know not to say it in front of a camera and like a a old white guy might not and they might not know like who they can say it like it used to be when they were young they could say that and they were like everyone in the room agreed yeah and now that it's not they're getting all like crotchety they can't say their their favorite word anymore yeah my my grandma said the blacks today that's a step that's a step in the right direction and i'm sure that I'm sure that she didn't mean it in a way that was like. That's the thing, is that I feel like a lot of old people don't mean it. Yeah. In a derogatory way. Yeah, and they don't know how to speak because they were raised speaking. Yeah. In a way that was defamatory, just naturally. Yeah. And now they can't. They they don't think about it. Like when the when the words come to their mind, they're. They said they're racist. <laughs> yeah, they they do. They sound really racist. Like my grandpa, when he starts talking, sometimes I'm like, "Holy shit!" You're like, "Whoa!" Like it's not, it's not like okay. Some of the things he's saying, like I wouldn't. And and then sometimes like I'll be like, 
grandpa what are you talking about <laughs> i've done that before yeah i've been like what are you saying like i have you like you've corrected him. I, like i i know people who are like it, it's not always about race it's about like religion different stuff whatever i'm not gonna get my grandpa canceled even though i probably he wouldn't be anyway but so I'm not gonna. My I'm, grandma's not gonna get canceled. Yeah, either, I'm yeah. not gonna bring up like exactly what he said necessarily, but like I've I've come back at him before and been like, what, like what do you mean? Like I have, I know people who either practice this type of thing or yeah. or, or are this skin color or whatever, and there's like, there's no real like, nothing really going on differently, and and he's like, yeah, 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 I know, and he's like, but. There's always but. Yeah. And then he says but, and then he says some horrible See, shit. See, our, our parents are the generation that kind of have started to get rid of the it. The transitionary. They're, I feel they're like fully the transitionary. Our kids are going to be the completely scot-free kids. Yeah, and then and then there will be some new issues. And I think it's, yeah. it's gender. Gender is budding. The gender issues are budding right now. And they really by are, the time yeah. that our kids, especially by the time that like our kids are having kids, I think racism is going to be like not a huge deal. It's for sure going to be on the back burner. It's going to be it's going to be there still, but um it's going to I don't think it's going to be as hot of a topic and instead yeah. it's going to be And it's only gender. like I I feel like it's hot because of a lot of people have said it, it's it's only still here because we still talk about it. Yeah, and I think that that's true. And I I like to think about like the thing about that is there's, like, a balance between respecting and, like, loving your ancestral roots, right? So if your ancestral roots and the way you got to America was actually through slave trade, mm-hmm. like, that's going to weigh on your mind. Yeah. Because even, like, my ancestry, like, I don't think about that much, but, like... It does, like, it is part of my identity. Yeah. A little bit. Not that much, but, like, if you're, but, like, we came to America, my family came to America, like, after it was already a country and stuff. I like, say, I, yeah. don't, I don't even know my ancestry fully. Yeah. I know my grandpa on my dad's side came here from Hungary. Yeah. But that's, like, that's the extent of my knowledge. Yeah. I think we're from Germany and uh, the Ukraine. Which like so we got Nazis and we got the current stuff that's so going on. We got some Do you ha- do you st- have any family over there? No, or not that I know of. I'm sure I do, but Yeah. I I don't that know would be much. Crazy. I don't know much beyond my like grandparents. Okay. Like yeah. that's like the most distant family so that I know well. So did your grandparents are they the one who came over? from ukraine no 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 my so on my mom's side that's the german side and they came over it was my grandparents i think i think my maternal grandfather his parents came from germany and then my maternal grandmother her grandparents came from germany okay i think but i could be completely wrong it's just like what i pieced together and then it's it's like i don't even know on my dad's side like when did everyone come to america it's all a mystery for me yeah 
I don't really like. Honestly, like I don't really care that much. Yeah, but there's also nothing to care about. Like, yeah. Like, what if there was a thing to care about? Like, what if your great grandparents were like spit on if they walked into a white only bar or restaurant? I'm not sure. I don't either. I've never been either. in that position. Like, even if it's just like that's close. That's like crazy close. So I get the like. It's it's hard to it's hard to communicate about it, and it's always a, a hot topic and a, yeah. like a, a one of those issues that that makes people upset is communicating white people communicating with black people about what racism is like. The thing is, like, you probably know, but my dad's basically best friend. I grew up like within the community. Yeah, are all like deep south black people yeah and they i don't think once have we discussed anything like to that nature yeah. anything about racism or anything i don't think we've discussed it in like 15 years and it's just been like it's blossomed to like their family now yeah and that's that's interesting because I think there's a lot of places like that and I think there's a lot of people like that and I can't like I mean there's people who make meth and they're pretending they're searching for paranormal activity. So there's no way you can ref- That happens. There's no way you can re- if that happens there's no yeah. way you can refuse that there's like people who are straight up just awful to black people only. Oh yeah, I mean I mean there are. And there's then there's definitely they're starting to like Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I don't know. Like back in the day, but now I d- I barely see, if any, like racism. I obviously you'd see some on like social media. Yeah. But IRL, I I can't even remember a the time thing, where that's happened. The thing is, though, and this is the argument I hear, and I. It kind of can't help but agree with it a little bit is like if you imagine you're black and you walk into a store right mm-hmm. and you get those eyes on you those eyes like this kid is about to steal something yeah for my grandma it, yeah from your grandpa yeah from the person who runs the store who's old they're like watching that black person like a hawk and to that black person who is, like, not going to steal anything. Yeah. Like, let's say that this person is just, like, a, a a regular, like, upstanding member of society. And they're not trying to steal anything. And then all of a sudden, like, they just have eyes on them. And they're like, what is this? And I've had eyes on me in, in stores before. Yeah. I've been watched like a hawk before. But... There's never, like, that thought in the back of my mind, oh, it's because I'm white. Yeah. But if you're black and you have eyes on you, maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But you can't know. But it's, like, that's the kind of thing that would be bothersome, I think. If I was black, is that that thought of, like, oh, this is is because I'm black, you know? Yeah. So it's like it's one of those things where it's almost impossible to prove that it is or isn't happening. Because... It's more about the 
observation and, and like you have to be in that you have to be in those shoes I think to say it is or isn't happening and then even then there's a whole question about it but I don't know that's why I like to we had in in school in high school we had this class where it was kind of diverse really and uh like my my high school was mostly mostly black people and then i think like white people and hispanic people were kind of tied yeah and so we had this class where this one teacher that we had in high school was so good at keeping it from like keeping a conversation that was a like heavy conversation from getting out of hand he was so good at it and he would set up this environment where we could actually talk and it was really enlightening and kind of cool to talk to people who were like completely different cultures from me and like I'll, I'll hold that dear for the rest of my life that that opportunity to do that and i think once i got into college i thought it would be like that too and then all it was was people telling you not to talk about yeah. hot button issues like like people aren't willing to talk about racism in a open setting where they're just like actually asking questions actually like what do you, how do you feel how do i feel how does everything feel like people aren't willing to just talk about it yeah and and it's not just racism it's everything you know, people like we talked about racism in my high school class and no one got up too upset like and people with very different viewpoints were talking about it. I couldn't believe it, and I've never been in a situation like that since then. It was sixty of us in that class, and we were all able to talk. We could all talk openly. I don't even think we had to like raise our hand or anything. We mm-hmm. just start talking if we had something to say. And I mean, a lot of times when it got to something like that, I just listened because I was like, I don't know what the yeah, I'm say. Yeah, yeah. But but it was so cool to hear people talking about their life and they are a different skin color and gender than me, and they had a completely different experience than me just in life. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely have more... Uh, the The high school you went to is definitely more diverse than mine. <laughs> yeah. Very much more. Okay. I think it's about time to wrap this up anyway. Okay. Then we do want to wrap it up. Yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up. I think we're at, I don't know, because we're going to have to cut out all the time that people interrupted us. Yeah. And we what are we at? We're at almost two hours worth of actual recording. So it's like probably an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. But I think this was pretty pretty good. Pretty good so far. Yeah. For episode one. Episode one. We hit uh, VR. We hit uh, paranormal activity, <laughs> meth manufacturer, and Racism. racism. Yeah, the first one. Racism we hit on, on the next first week. One. Abortion. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm well, gonna end uh, this here. Yeah, it's been good. And the cat shut up. So from the depot so far. From the depot, episode one. Here it is. Goodbye. Yeah,